I'm almost 26 years old, and I live alone, have no friends, never been to a party, cheated on in every serious relationship I've ever been in, and life is just really lonely. Just another holiday, I'm by myself. going on everybody it is coach greg adams back in here with another youtube live stream shout out to the coach game for being in here being involved and being active on this youtube channel and welcome to the wake up show part of the free agent lifestyle podcast here on the free agent lifestyle channel this show is back all right we always take the weekends off you do get content on the other channels all right check out my other channels from the commercial intro you do get content on the other channels but on this channel we take the weekends off, but we're back in, plugged in, ready to go. I'm in the pit seat. I don't say cockpit. <laughs> Pause. I say we're in the pit. We're in the pit seat right now, and we're ready to go. I'm in my racing chair. People call it a gaming chair. No, this is a racing chair. <laughs> anyway, man, we got an incredible story today about the pageant winner who leaked to her demise off of a 60-story, allegedly a 60-story uh, building. We're going to talk about this. We're going to say rest in peace to this young lady right here. We don't suggest that people take these courses of actions uh, to solve their problems. If you have any, you know, I should put up the prevention hotline number of self-deletion. Self-deletion is not encouraged on this site, no matter what gender you are. But this is going to be a difficult show because we're going to talk about that story amongst other stories. We're going to put it together. We're going to put it together, and like the big brother myself, we're going to really explain what's going on here, all right? I'm going to try to explain what's going on here, not just with the story, but with other stories, and kind of mesh it all together. And the question is, Are do American women need, do American really need uh, to be protected from themselves, all right? Uh, we've been making this point quite a bit, and, and this show is going to be heavy, all right? Because we're talking about heavy subjects here, all right? <laughs> Uh, this show is going to be heavy, so I'm going to have to put up my disclaimer right off the bat. Somebody says, is the stream lagging? I've noticed my stream lagging, too. Oh, no. This is terrible. I noticed that my stream signal is off, all right? It's normally collected to my heart, my, my, my heart wire, but I see it's not set up the way it needs to be set up. That's terrible. Uh, anyway. Yeah, this is a tough way to start the morning. But anyway, we're going to put up our disclaimer. We're going to hope that corrects itself. If not, you know, we're going to blame YouTube. We're going to blame YouTube. Wait a minute. I, there we go. 
Um, so what's happening here? All right, what's happening here is we're gonna be uh we, we've been talking about these subject matters in relationship to relationships and women and men, and people have been thinking we've been uh here about hey, I do see it lagging a bit. I do see it lag lagging. Also, it's lagging on other content creators, must be a YouTube issue. Uh, unfortunately, that's gonna affect what we have going on here anyway. Now that we got that going on, what we're going to do is we're going to uh, do the super chats. We're going to do the super chats, get into the subject matter, the heavy, heavy subject matter. And as you saw on the cover, we're going to deal with the multiple subjects, and particularly Cosmo Magazine putting up um, in the last couple of months the, the picture of health being women that are overweight. We're going to talk about that. We're not going to talk about them not being healthy, but what we're going to talk about is we're talking about why are they always pandering to this particular group? Why is that there's always pandering to this audience? And then this audience seems to be having issues after the fact. All right, issues back in the real world. All right, so anyway, man, uh, let's do the super chats. DGEPB, all right, shout out to you, brother. Listen, you get to say whatever you need to say, all right? Because listen, I underestimated the Bengals all the way since they played the Raiders in what, week 11, all right? So anyway, you get that for sure. He says, it must be said, Uday, all right? Shout out to the Bengals for beating the Chiefs at Kansas City. Oh, my goodness. This is crazy. All right. Uh, he says, on a, serious, on a serious note, this is tragic. To feel like self-deletion is the only way is very sad. Fellas and ladies, please take care of your mental health. Ladies, yes, and fellas, because we also did a story about a fella who took out several people and self-deleted himself as his only way out. There's no way out for you. New world, new world all right, he says, uh, fellas and ladies, please take care of your mental health. Hashtag coach gang, hashtag free agent lifestyle, and hashtag, hashtag who day. All right, shout out to Joe Burrow. Hey, you can't underestimate the Bengals anymore. All right, they serious business nowadays. All right, that's got to be a thrill for you guys to get that quarterback and him turning around that that fast. Uh, Warhammer says, I am not protecting nothing. That's not my seed. All right, I hey, Warhammer is hardcore. We get it. We get it for sure, man. Listen. Um, yeah, I'm going to go in on that. Adria Paul says buzzer for the Chiefs. The Chiefs laid a fat egg. All right. So Adrian Paul is a Chief fan. We know that our Chief Chiefs fan. And uh, he said, go Rams. Happy Monday. All right. Thank you, sir. David says all that glitters is not gold. So I guess she found out the hard way. All right. This is also paralleling of the story of the wall. All right. And so we're going to kind of talk about that. It's not going to be the basis of the story, but we're going to talk about it. Um, you know, the dreams don't become the realities, even if the dream is the reality, right? She had a dream life uh, from, from the outside looking in. All right, Classy Beats, happy Monday, Coach. Money Day, happy Money Day, Coach. Let's get it. Shout out to the Coach Gang. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Um, I see Florida Henry in the building. He says, somewhat related to your topic, Great Britain Office of National Statistics just published in 2021 that for the first time in history, over 50% of women turning 30, had zero children, all right? That, again, I, I'm glad you brought that out. It is related to this topic, all right? We've been talking about the pet mom, dog mom phenomenon, the cat mom phenomenon. I've been saying since 2018, invest in Purina, there's going to be an uptick in women adopting pets as opposed to adopting or having children. And this has something to do with it. When you hit 30 and you think your life is going to be somewhere and it's not there. A lot of women are facing this reality right now. And we this this story can kind of look at, of course, we don't know, but we can take this story and say, well, this comes from 
a lot of the things that they've been told they can do. So I could focus on my career. And then when they get there, they get that life and they realize, oh, this is just work. Careers are just work. And I end up being a slave to these jobs instead of a slave to a husband and my kids, right? Some people are getting that reality. And this leads to the question I asked. Thank you for bringing that up. Um, and that's Great Britain, guys. Um, in America and all across the world, we've experienced the agenda of womanism that we call it over here for censorship reasons. The agenda pushing these envelopes in even now the Middle Eastern countries, and it's going to have a negative effect. We just we can literally say, we can literally say, and I in my book I I printed this out. The scoreboard of the womanist movement is not good. It's not good, but it is the direction they want to go. So we can't. We can't change it. Uh, DGC more blessed coach. You took the weekend off and all hell breaks loose. Women deleting themselves. Soccer prodigy Mason uh, Greenwood accused of rape. All right. I got to check that one out. It seems like all hell breaks loose all the time when I take a day off. <laughs> all right. I take a day off. I look at stories. I'm like, damn, I need to do a story on this one. Frodo Bagham Young. The president of the Brigham Young University. No, he says, Coach, can you put how divorce, how post divorce is worse than divorce in a podcast form? It is. Oh, 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 no, 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 no. Did I? Is that the one I had the hiccups? I think I had the hiccups in that one. And I was like, I'm not putting that audio out. All right. It was so terrible. But um, maybe I'll do it, you know, just in case people really want to listen to it because I had the hiccups for all the way through the show. So that's why I didn't put it out, but I'll put it out for you. All right, uh, shout out to the coach gang. Joe K, hey coach, did you hear about the grape in the metaverse? He says, maybe a future topic. Hit me with the- Gotta get my bag and run. <laughs> I did a story on the grape in the metaverse. It was the assault. The woman says she was assaulted in the metaverse. I think I did that story. Um, and talking about the future, the future. Last three of Mari says, coach, did you see China? It's making leftover women marry unemployed men. Wow. They said, F y'all's hypergamy. Y'all finna settle today. <laughs> I'm going to look that story up. Oh, man. It's a trap, man. It is a trap. I'm going to look that up. Leftover women marrying unemployed men. Well, I had a young yesterday uh, talking to me about uh, she was a pretty woman. She was a pretty young lady. Pretty young thing. And so what she was saying was, she was like, look, man, look, when you're pretty, you got to maximize it and monetize it because you're only pretty for so long. But she was like, it's always ugly women talking about womanism. She was like, and the reality is they're, they're, they're ugly, so they're basically going to have to be treated like men. So anyway, um, they're lagging me over here. It's not me. It's the tube. I'm, I'm here doing what I'm supposed to do. Apparently, the tube is having some issues. So. Uh, it is what it is. So, you know, it's going to be a heb heavy subject as well. So I'm sorry, man. I apologize. I'm going to try to work my best through this. Uh, let's see here. <clears throat> Freddie Frappuccino says, if you don't, he says, if you do not instruct them, they'll be headed for self-destruction. Men protected ex-exes from themselves. With womenism, men no longer are responsible for them. All right. So we're going to touch on that one. As well, and we're gonna definitely use that quote again. Setsana says, Damn, who hurt her? This is crazy, 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 crazy. All right, dude. Um, despite the fact that they're lagging me, and we'll probably have just under a thousand people because you know, people don't want to watch lag, and I understand it. Um, do me a favor, hit the like button. 
maybe you can get some more people in here that will withstand the lag as we get through this show. All right, touching on this commentary, uh, we're, we're talking about, oh, wait a minute, can't share that yet because I haven't even brought that up. All right, uh, talking about this thing here, everybody, if you've had brothers, if you had sisters and you were a brother, you realize the protection model, even if you were the older brother, right, or, sorry, or the younger brother. And so even as a younger brother, you might have had to protect your sister. Sometimes your sister protected you. But at a certain point, you became to outgrow them. And then you were the protector of your sister. And in that role as a protector of your sister, you had to prevent her from putting herself in a bad situation. Not necessarily protecting her from others. It's, taking, it's protecting her from others, taking advantage of her, putting herself in a bad spot. Say, for instance, I always tell the big brother, little sister story where you go off riding with your bike on your bike with your friends. And then the sister comes out. I want to go, too. All right. And so they always want to do what the big boys do. They always want to think they can do it. And then all of a sudden they get out there and do it. And then we're riding too fast and we're going up the hill too far and we're leaving her behind and wait for her. And this is not fair and all of these things. And then all of a sudden she's crying back, walking her bike back. Ah! on the side of the road they left me they left me they ditched me they didn't they, they was riding too fast all right all of these things and you're like bro you can't hang with the big boys it's i'm sorry we're not gonna wait back we're not gonna hold back our fun to give you a little bit of fun and this mentality kind of produce progresses all the way through life we can do it we can do it you know what i mean and we're sitting there like well you probably don't want to do it you know what i mean and they'll do it we can do it they can do it. And they do it for two weeks and then they quit. Just like the lady that was supposed to be the portrait of the we can do it. All right. Um, I always forget her name. You know, I'm bad with names, but she even she even said we can do it and then quit her job as a riveter. Rosie the riveter quit her job allegedly within two weeks. So we know that when you say we can do it, that means you're going to do this for 50 years. Same thing as careers. So I could focus on my career. When you do a job, when you say you want to be in the workforce, that means when you get 45, 50, 55, 60, you're going to still be working because I'm going to still be working. I still got to go in and clock in. I got to clock in, clock out. I got to produce more for my family. I can't just bow out at 45 and 40. Oh, I'll get married and have kids at the last second. All right. You'd be like, what? All right. And so this idea of we can do it is never thought of long term. It's just some short term stuff. And so we can do it, but it we know you can't do it. And that in the past, we told you it wasn't that you can't do it once. It's that you can't do it over a long period of time and you're going to get tired of it. You're going to eventually make us shift to you doing it. And then all of a sudden you're like, well, I quit. How many times have you done that? How many times have you done that? A woman's like, I want to do this. I want to start this eyelash business. I want to start this wine glass, painting wine glass business. All right. And you'll be like, oh, okay. All right. Let's throw some money your way. All right. Let's start the business. Then the work is done. She got to paint them wine glasses up. And then all of a sudden you're like, okay, now we got to package it. We got to ship it. You got to promote it. You got to market it. Three weeks later, they'd be like, mm. I'm out. They tap out. And you're like, wait, hold up. Yeah, you painted white glasses for your neighborhood, and that was cool. But then when you had to paint hundreds of them and do a business and glaze them and send them out and ship them and protect them, then it became too hard. They were like, oh, wait, hold the, hold, the, hold the farm. And not only do you have to do it one time, you got to do it every week of the year, 52 weeks of the year, and then you got to do it for 10 years plus. All right, so are you ready to paint? So 
this is what happens. They are little, they, they typically get into this. And I'm not saying that all women do this. What I'm saying is I have four sisters. All right. And they're stepsisters. I grew up with them uh, at some points in my life. And I know the I want to play the video games, too. I want to play. I want to play. I want to play. And then as soon as you hand them the controller, you either beating the pants off of them and they're crying or they play for two minutes and then they drop the controller and leave. But they cost two hours of hell trying to jump on. And you're like, bruh, <laughs> you don't want this life. You, you don't want this life. As soon as you get on Tecmo Bowl, we're going to want that ass. I'm going to Bo Jackson run your ass all up around the damn uh, stadium. So as soon as you get on here, you got to take ass whippings. All right. As soon as you hop on the Madden, you're going to get your ass whipped. All right. You can't just come on and play for fun. All right. We playing for heads on here. All right. We we coming for heads when you get the controller. So as soon as you get on here, I'm about to whoop that ass. All right. <laughs> That's part of playing video games is getting your ass whooped. So, but they get on. Oh my God, they're playing too hard. You're trying too hard. Why are you doing? <laughs> soon as they get on the more Mortal Kombat, we ta -ta 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 finish her. We busted that ass. All right. They like, whoa. <laughs> so what I'm what I'm trying to let y'all know is this is what men protected women from. It's the idea of participation. Has to turn to competition and competition never ends. So this is something that you're going to have to do for years and years and years. And nobody's coming to save you. This is why men before, even with their sisters and their mothers and their girlfriends, they always ate. And even their wives, they always protected them from their decision making. You want to hop on when you hop in here. This is uh this is this is the ass whipping start work. I mean, when you hop in here, hard work is going to happen. So. Be careful what you ask for because you're just going to get it. And when they get it, then they're like, oh, my God. All right. So um, let's talk about this. What's happening is we used to have we used to be the protectors. The brothers used to protect the sisters. The the fathers used to protect the daughters and the you know what I mean? The, the mothers used to protect the sisters, uh, the, the, the daughters. Uh, we used to have this order. Speaking of order. We used to have this order. But now that's been removed. We talked about that in relationship choice with dating, which is AKA prostitution um, and courting. Courting used to be a part of the process. The man had to, the young man had to meet the father. They had to meet the father. But now the woman is completely removed the father from the equation. Sometimes the father is removed from the equation ultimately. All right. And then the girl's like, oh, I'm going to just go with my heart. I'm going to go with who loves me. And then all of a sudden she's an Owen. All right, she's got dead bodies like a cemetery. All right, when you open her closet, it'd be thriller in there. Da -da 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 -da. The amount of men, they'd be like, <laughs> it's close to me. And you're like, holy sh. All right, but this is what happens when you don't have a protector. And so the media has been telling them that they're their protector. See, I don't know if you understand. You don't want the media to be your protector. You don't want the media to be your protector. Let's show you a couple of stories here. Um, let's show you a couple stories here. Uh, here's a story here about body positivity. All right, we'll get into the main story here. Body positivity. Trolls accuse body positive Cosmo cover of promoting, uh, they say obesity here. And so they're saying right here, uh, they're putting these pictures of people like this, this like this on, on their page, Cosmo, uh, overwhelmingly a female article, uh, uh, publication. Okay. Often, uh promotion of the womanist movement early on. 
And then they put what people will call real women on there. Okay. As if skinny women aren't real women. And so this has been the, the portrait of what they would call real women. Now, listen, we, we, we can debunk this in 30 seconds. All right. This is not the picture of health. No way. No, how does this, if men were fat like this, would that be the picture of health? Nope. Even if, okay. If it was men. All right. So let's take the gender out of it and let's take the body negativity out of it. If that was a man, all right. Would that be the picture of health? It would be no way, no how. Would women give men the benefit of the doubt if he appeared in this way? And he said he was the picture of health. No way, no how. Would the women on this cover overwhelmingly select a man if they had choice that had a dad bod or was severely overweight versus a man with a six-pack? If she had the choice, what would she do? Overwhelmingly, she would pick the person who projected health it is so ridiculous see the dad bod was for women who had been on the carousel and now wanted to pick someone because of their insecurity that's what the dad bod phenomenon was these women were the this and that's you that's that's the that you were the dad mob promoters dad bod promoters they weren't women coming out of high school ready to trade in their fertility for husbands there were women 39 28 29 30 34 35 who were insecure they got cheated on by chad they got ran through more times in the holland tunnel and then they were going let's pick somebody who won't cheat on me all right that's what they did that that was the that shoe girl let me show you <laughs> this these are the women that promoted the dad bob phenomenon um and here's a secret that many guys don't know especially in today's day and age is that women love nice guys. <laughs> we may not understand how much we love and appreciate them until we're a little older um, and we've gotten that sort of asshole phase out of our systems. Uh, I'd say by our late 20s, early, early 30s is uh, the point in our lives when we're just exhausted by the jerks and we have no time in our lives anymore for them. So we really start looking for men who uh, we know will be great long-term partners, AKA nice guys, right? And that's you. So the, those are the people who push the dad bomb phenomenon. All right, they weren't young girls. They weren't young girls that were like, yeah, you know, forget these guys that are healthy and jog and ride bikes and hike and mountain bike and play basketball. It wasn't that. It was the women who were like, all right, we've been ran through. Let's let's do the next available option. Nice guy or dad bod, which one? And that's you. All right, so let's understand what that was about. All right, so now let's go back on here and see what this article's talking about here. Just 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 look at what's happening here. So they're pushing the agenda. This is basically what's going to happen is it's basically how socialism works. Um, the people who are healthy remove themselves and then you basically and or they remove themselves or they're discouraged from being productive. And then the mediocrity is accepted. All right. So now once you promote this to this is women are going, well, forget it. Why try? OK, why try? Because I can be healthy. Well, let's go ahead and check out what happened to that. Um. That's not it. This is what I want to talk about here. Well, we just realized that during the C-19, that the people who were the most vulnerable in this one, one of the morbidities, comorbidities, was overweight. Like, if you were overweight, that was a high-risk factor. Mm. I mean, it won't take, like I said, it would take 30 seconds to debunk this. If you were overweight at a certain age, you were literally walking on death's door. You were literally on a 
suicide mission. You were out here walking the tightrope to death. I mean, that's literally what happened in the last two years. That was one of the big comorbidity factors was overweight. So how in the world is that going to be considered? How is that trolling when we say, well, it's not about body positivity. It's about the fact that you're calling this healthy. All right. It's not healthy. I mean, people who were overweight were automatically the most scared out here. People who were, who were not overweight weren't that very scared of this. All right. Because we're like, well, I'm not overweight and I don't smoke and I don't have high blood pressure, hypertension, diabetes, diabetes, diabetes. Like you don't have those health factors running rampant, running wild like Hulkamania. You don't have any of them. You know what I mean? So you were basically like, I'm good. But people had four and five of them. And even with the, I keep hitting that, even with the VAC, 75% of the people had, who were with the VAC um, had at least, and died had at least co four comorbidities. So how in the world is this going to be considered help? How? It's crazy. But this is the stuff that we used to be able to protect ladies from. We used to come to ladies and go, ladies, don't believe those. Remember, remember this? Remember when you used to be a captain to save them? You used to be like, ladies, don't believe those guys out there. They're lying to you. Today, you can tell a woman that right now, and they won't, they won't listen to you. Because before, we used to either pick up a weapon, Hatfields and McCoy, don't come over here by my daughter. Used to, don't come over here by my sister. All right? The dude that you didn't want to bang your sister out, you literally could go up to him. Yo, if you come near my sister, I'll choke. You know what I'm saying? You can threaten him. You can point firearms at his nose, do not step up here on this block. And the reason we did that is because we were the protectors. And we were protecting them from themselves because they used to lead with their heart. Use your heart and not your eyes. Now today, you can't tell them nothing, all right? Because it's romance. It's serendipity. It's love. And that's what they want to lead with. Well, what about love? And I love him. I'm like, he's, he's, he's in jail. He's incarcerated. He's got four baby mamas. But I love him. And they'll just go out there and get him. So now we can't even touch him. We were like, all right. But then they call in the Kevin Samuel show. 45, single mom of a 12-year-old boy. Hey, how do I get a high-value man? You know, those guys that make all the money. That uh, I'll eventually divorce Great the Kingdom Come and take half his stuff that he had before I showed up. Mm. You know what I mean? And you're sitting there like... Let me watch this train wreck. You know what I mean? It, it's it's crazy. But what's happening is there's nobody there to protect them from themselves. And then they'll meet Father Time. Father Time comes in and starts whacking that ass. All right. And so if you look at it, there's stories on here. There's stories. Let's go ahead and share the screen again. There's stories of young women out here. Lot lizards. No. Lizard Hunter YouTube player. Uh, YouTube page. There's women out here in these streets. In these streets. There's women out here where the culture promotes them to be in these streets. Until they end up in these streets. Um, what's your name, first of all? Nova. 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 Hola, vato loco. Quiero una. What's up? Um, Jasmine says, uh, what, what, is, what does that mean, pushing P? So anyway, she's pushing P out here. <laughs> and then they end up doing what? You can't save them from themselves. And not that I want you to save them, 
But at this point, the media pushed them all the way to this limit. And now a lot of them are resorting back to, to the oldest profession. Here you go. Look at all these sites. Look at all these women that look at the look at the views on this. I'm always fascinated on the views of how to become a sugar baby, even a cyber sugar baby. These, I mean, women are wasting their time and their lives trying to sell some peace leave or the image of peace leave online. This is where women have gone. And now there's no more protector. 1.2 million. How to talk, uh, how to talk allowance, potential sugar baby, sugar baby secrets. Guys. So this is where we're going. And then what happens is, what happens is they end up like this. They end up on Kevin Samuels show. They end up trying to get married, an old generation exer. Right? Shout, shout out to Kevin Samuels. I'm not, I've never tried to diss him. Well, sometimes though I do, but it's a joke. Right? <laughs> anyway. <laughs> um, then they end up like this. People have died. So White has been scraping by with scattered freelance gigs. So sort of bits and pieces mm -hmm. that allow me to cobble together uh, income. But nowhere near the income of the past. No, oh, no. Not no. even close. No. I mean, again, I have years of, you know, under 30,000. Help has come from unexpected sources, like neighborhood free spirit Elijah, a clothing minimalist. So what happens is uh, this guy... They end up 45, 50, 55, 60, and this is disastrous, ladies. Oh, it's not pretty after 50. It is not pretty. That strong and independence thing wears off, and it is not pretty. And so what they do is they take advantage of old simps who come to the rescue, and they spend their last dime getting nothing from these women. I don't know what you would want from them, but they're getting nothing from them, and they're trying to save them from their miserable existence all the way from 50, 60, 70, and 80. Guys, that's a long time. I always say her last 40 years is, oh, it's going to be awful. I was getting on the far side of where my mortgage company was getting. Uh, let me explain that for you. You were about to get foreclosed on. All right. So I was getting on the far side of. Like serious with me. Because you were behind in your behind. Bed. You just, Lizzie, I'll, I'll do it. About to get evicted. I can do it. But I'll do it, meaning I'll make up the yes difference. i will i will do it and pay, he'll I'll pay, pay your mortgage. she's having a hard time saying it i had to get rescued by a man a man that i hated all my life all right not only get rescued by a man she got rescued by a white woman a liberal white woman too uh, another one another person that she's hated all her lives you black people need some <laughs> black people i'm gonna start shuffling you sisters need some therapy in relationship to white people and how you treat black men because ultimately they will be your saviors. Right. So this is my Elijah. This is my Elijah. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm people's Elijah. The Vietnam vet. She tried to claim him as hers. He was like, well, I ain't your Elijah. I'm the people's Elijah. He says, I'm the people's champion. I'm not your champion. I'm the people's champion. I go out here and help struggling sisters. Now look at what she's wearing. She's wearing a nice outfit, boots, all of this stuff. She got her hair did, and he's out here like this helping her. Oh, my God. It gets about $900 in monthly benefits, saves almost half. I'm not a things person. How much money do you think I'm spending on my attire? That's why he has money. <laughs> I have a few friends like you who are in the stuff world, yep. what he called. You're always getting into some mishap. And 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 oh and, and this is what's happening to this is what happens to women. This is why they end up unhappy, potentially why they 
think about self-harming themselves is because they're in the stuff business. And this is why you get pandered to by Cosmo magazine. This is why you don't, they remove the protector from your life so they can sell you stuff. All right. And then you get into the stuff world and most stuff people get into financial trouble. It's a damn recipe for disaster. And by the time you're 45, 50, there's no rescuing you. All right. There's no high value man waiting on there. Of course, one in 10,000 women will find a high value man at that age in advance, but it is slim pickings. Let's see the white woman that helped you out too, sister. Grateful to get by with a little help from her friends. White was also embarrassed. Your <laughs> this is the story of <laughs> goodness, guys. And let me tell you something. This is the, the I know people like this. I know women just like that. All right. They they hated white folks. They hated black men. I don't need no man. I can do it all my own. And I'm not making this about uh, black women. I'm talking about women in general. But that woman specifically hated white women. She talked the most crap about them for 55 years. All right. And then she hated men. I don't need no man. These men can't do nothing for me. And then look what happened here. All right. Look at this. Where is it at? There it is. Guess who came? Susie. Susie from the human resource department. All right. And you're doing, you know, little human resource jobs for him. Susie got to help your ass out. I'll tell you, it's, it's no, it's no. Right, let's do the super chats. And then we're going to get into uh, that part of the show here where we got to deal with the heavy topic. Shout out to Simon Small back in the building. Thank you, sir, for being here. All right. Shinobi Style says, who they? All the Bengal fans are coming out now. Mm. Just joking. All right. Shout out to the Bengals, man, for sure. All right. All right, Andrew says, you were right, coach. There's no way you'll be going out of business anytime soon. These young athletes need the free agent lifestyle buzzer from Mason Greenwood. Man, I'm going to tell you, um, it is a, it's a hard, and it's a brother too. Oh, he plays for, um, looks like Man United or Manchester. Yeah, he looks like Manchester United. He's suspended amongst allegations. Man, I'm going to tell you, man, this, this story, I'm glad I got into this field and I have so much understanding of how it works. I don't use my heart in this one. I know the trappings of success. I know the trappings of dealing with women who put themselves in, in front of you. They're willing to put themselves in front of you, but then sometimes it doesn't turn out right. Sometimes they have a motive. Sometimes you do something uh, you think you're entitled to men. All right. It, all of those things are true. It's not just these women have false allegations. You do things that you think you can get away with when you have power, money, influence, status, and these people don't. All right. Um, I'm just telling you guys, uh, let's see here. Somebody says I'm lagging a bit. It's a YouTube issue, I, I, I'm supposing. Guys, um, if you make $100,000 a year, you're richer than 96% of women in this country. Shout out to Fresh and Fit. He says, spam that one so CGA knows Fresh and Fit is in the building. Shout out to you, brothers. Hey, listen. Listen. If you make over 100K, you are richer than 96% of women, right? So here's the thing. If you meet a woman in the dating world and you are a six-figure guy, just by that, she will literally put herself in a position to get knocked up, to receive gifts, to potentially false allegate you. 
because you're richer than her. Okay. You're richer than her. So she might make $25,000, especially if she's younger. So at some point, at some point, you're putting yourself in that position. Now, let's just say you're a millionaire. Bruh, you're richer than every single one of them. And you're a big old fat target. So be careful out here. All right. Uh, somebody says they want me on the panel. I'm going to try to make it. It's tough, man, because I'm all the way. I'm like the furthest way away, but I'm going to get back to you. Uh, but we're a little here. Daniel McGee says, no way in hell I can be depressed with Uncle Frank out there like with this leverage, just like you said, coach. Yes, indeed. And if you guys want to follow Uncle Frank, all right, we his name is Uncle Earl, actually. They have a uh, Instagram, all right, Instagram Uncle Earl. What is Uncle Earl's Instagram? So it's like Tiffany and Uncle Earl. So the guy that, that says this, I got money. He has an Instagram where he's dropping jewels. All right. He's dropping some heavy jewels. Um, Uncle Earl, put his Instagram in there. Tiffany, I believe it's Tiffany and Uncle Earl. Go follow him over on Instagram. They got a YouTube channel too. All right. So I'm gonna have to get him on. Tiffany and Uncle Earl on Instagram. Get over there and um get over there and support your boy. Mike Trimmer says her WAP will wilt. My wealth will not. All right. This is why we tell guys your leverage. You have the you have the longevity. You have the longevity pill. You're here for a long time, guys. You're here for a long time. They're here for a good time. All right. But it was designed that 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 uh, they were supposed to get something out of that good time. But what's happening is they're getting not what they really want. Um. So I apologize for the lagging too. I apologize for the lagging. Um, Mr. Nashalot, he says, Bach, coach, we can do it, coach. Bach, he says, watch us do it. Bach. All right. I've been listen, I've been I've been watching it. I've been here longer than a lot of people. Um, I've been here for longer than a lot of people. I've seen the generation X women, women of our generation, even the men, fall for agendas, and they ended up with nothing at the end. Trust me, they ended up with zero zip. It's sad to see. It's sad to see. And ladies, I know there's ladies watching me. You're either in this category, not me, or you're in the, yeah, this is true. You ended up with nothing. You ended up maybe with some kids. And, and what you're doing, you're going to say, well, I'm still happy. I'm happy no matter what. Yeah, well, you're happy with misery. You're happy with less than. You're happy with less than. All right, but you don't have what you really want. Trust me, you don't. You don't have what you really, really want. Um, the only thing is, it, even if you gave them what they wanted, I'm not happy. <laughs> even when you give them what they're what they want, they'll eventually be like, "I don't want that no more." I'm not happy. <laughs> and then they cash out. So you could give them the white picket fence. You could give them the house. You could put your half of your resources up on the line, and they'll say, "I'm not happy." <laughs> it's crazy. M. Lavo says when women flip, it's usually about a man. They've replaced men with work and both seem to elude them. Either way, pressure and expectation one. R.I.P. R.I.P. to that lady. Yeah, man. All right. It's sad. Sorry, man, about YouTube trilling my show. Yes, it's it's sad. All right. But uh, I'm not sure what's going on here. My Internet is pretty good over here. So I see what's going on. You know what it is? It's probably StreamYard. Sometimes StreamYard be bugging out. All right, so I think it's either stream. I think it's StreamYard. 
So they'll send me an email later. Sorry, we messed up your show. All right. Uh, so, and Coach Junior says, I'll catch the replay later. He says, but good show jumped. But good show jumped. Uh, ice? What does that mean? Cold? Last one. Uh, LaVord says, not lagging over here, Coach. All right, good. All right. Oh, the snowstorm. Okay, it must be something. Going on. Well, I don't live in snow, but StreamYard's bugging out. All right, so look. Let's get in here. Oh, sorry. Last one. Esteban Leon says, fun fact, obesity-related illnesses cost the American health care system $200 billion per year, yet they're pushing the body positivity movement. See, that one doesn't make any sense. I mean, we, we know what obesity does. As a healthcare professional, I'm a healthcare professional. I work, I have a, a certification through the National Strength and Conditioning Association. I have a master's degree in sports science. I have a bachelor's degree in uh, kinesiology. I have more degrees than a thermometer. So I've worked as fitness trainer. I know what obesity causes. I know what it is. Sure. Your body type doesn't indicate how healthy you are, right? Florence Griffith Joyner dropped dead. All right. And she was probably pretty healthy. So let's just say what it is. It, your body shape doesn't indicate if you're unhealthy or not per se. Doesn't indicate strength. However, <laughs> however, if you look at how much obesity causes people, uh, the 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 depression rate of people who are overweight, it's it's a no-brainer. So for them to push this is it's irresponsible to put it and say this is healthy. N no, just because you can do a yoga pose, no. It's crazy, man. Uh, but let's get into this part of the show. Why is that Google up? Google get me. Here's another indication of. Pandering, pandering to this class of people. And then when they get there, you put, they, you put them in the power. You get there. And then it's like this. I'm not happy. <laughs> so originally, originally, we heard this. Where is it right here? Where's our lady? Where's our residential? This lady. Hey, I told you to do Biden. We that lady right there. Well, eventually what happened was they, they got people to push, push, push this agenda. And now we see where we are economically. I don't know how anybody could defend this administration or whatnot, but they got pushed in there for one reason and one reason only, to cure racism. <laughs> that was their agenda. That's the only thing they ran on. They didn't run on everything else. The, the president never really came out of his shell. It was, we're going to cure racism, and we're going to let you tear stuff up, show how racist the country is, and we're going to cure it. Did they cure it? Nope. Not only did they not cure it, they don't even care about curing it. And then they're caring about other people's agenda, but they had to get you riled up in order to do it. All right. In order to get them in. And then this is what happens next. Republican opposition, but we cannot give up. None of us can. And, and, and the reality is because the issues are too serious and they impact everybody every day. And I agree with you. They're but very serious. I, who's the superhero that's going to speak against Joe Manchin? No. <laughs> I want to know who's the real president of this country. Is it Bi is it Joe Biden or Joe Manchin? I'm sorry. I just want to interrupt and I'll take the vice president here. It's the mom. I'm so sorry, Charlie. We have she, to wrap. She can hear me. <laughs> can you hear me now? Can you hear me, Madam okay, Vice President? Oh, I'm sorry. You got to wrap. Oh. So I'm, I'm sorry to interrupt. They're acting like they can't hear me. So you got that. All right. You got that from you got this. Listen, you got to come see us when you come to New York, VP Biden. Cause it's I a, will. It's a long way until November. We got more questions. You got more okay. questions. But I tell you, if you have a problem figuring out whether you're for me or Trump, then you ain't black. 
All right, you got that. Now, this is what, now they singing a different tune. Now, y'all notice that ISIS doesn't even exist no more? I ain't heard ISIS came in a around, minute. killed ISIS. I ain't heard ISIS Damn, in a minute. ISIS, right? I ain't heard ISIS in a minute. The COVID killed everything. 20 years we've been in the Middle East trying to get rid of terrorism. All we need is yeah. COVID. That's why I'm so interested this year because it's the midterm year. So it's like, what, what is the boogeyman? What is going to be the boogeyman? Who is going to be the boogeyman? We're not scared of COVID aliens, no man. more. Mm-hmm. Right? So it's like, what is going to be the motherfucking thing that scares us? We're not scared of dictatorship. We're not, not scared of authoritarian rule. Bro, We're not our, scared of minority rule. We're not. We're not I'm hearing it. I'm listening to people be like, man, where's Trump? Motherfuckers, they feel like they would rather get it wrong. Yeah. Like, you know what? At least yeah. we know where that motherfucker's been. These yeah. motherfuckers is gassing us up, yeah, lying to us, yeah. promising us shit and didn't yeah. deliver. Nah, like, I'm t- like, I cannot wait to see, and I'm already watching it. I'm watching Democrats start the campaign. They're already like, Hillary, you gotta go out there and vote. Like, democracy depends on it. I'm like, when y'all gonna start governing like democracy depends Ooh. on it? So. No. See, it's always after the fact. <laughs> it's always after the fact. It's always too late. Now, the reason why I'm showing this is 96% of black women voted for that administration, and now they're complaining. All right, let me give you an example. Hey, I told you to do Biden. Not only that, the majority of women voted for that administration, and now they're saying, hey, I told you to do Biden. All right, and so what happens is, just like this agendas that you see pushed with Cosmo Magazine, just like this agenda of strong and independent, just like these agendas that you're hearing, they ultimately lead you nowhere. But they, the ones that are, they, the ones that keep pandering to you, and then years later, years later, you end up looking like this woman right here. Okay, you end up doing this type of stuff. Help from, all right, you end up looking like this. Okay. This is what happens when you believe this feel-good stuff. When you believe, oh, it'll change, oh, this will do this. And, and then you do it in the absence of your protector. Your protector will lead you to the right spot in long-term decisions. But when you go with your short-term, when you use your heart, when you use your emotions, you're going to get yourself in the pickle. But ultimately, we're the ones that got to come to protect you out from it. Okay? We're the ones that got to come get you out of this debt. All right, so somebody said share the screen, and I messed up. Sorry. So I messed up. Share the screen. All right. So anyway. Okay. So anyway, I I messed all of that up by not sharing the screen. But anyway, did you guys hear it? All right. So did you guys hear it? So um, this is what happens here. This is what happens here. So you, you had all of that situation. Now you got situations like this. Okay. Ended up getting you in a bad situation. We're not going to share the screen. You're just going to hear me. You're just going to hear it. So our job is to protect the people here instead of getting them in the situation, right? Now, let's go into the story. Oh, I got another story for you. Gosh, this is here. Here's another story. Look at these articles here. Are women more susceptible to cults? Oh, boy. I'm going to read a statistic on this one. You're going to be shocked. And the media knows this. The media knows this. This is why they pander to you. And I've always told men, you'll never get your rights as a parent, as a father. You'll never get them. And there's one reason why. The reason why is because you're the least voting block of both genders. Okay. And I've been telling you, This is not a gender war. 
This is an agenda war, namely by the I don't know who keeps playing that music. There's not just one article on this one. There are dozens. <laughs> now, this has got to be some patriot. What do you call it? Patriarchy. But no, a woman wrote it. Emma Klein's hot debut novel, The Girls, exposes the phenomenon of young women opting out of society into cult-like groups such as the Manson family. Okay, typically what happens is you get a leader, a passionate pass, uh, a passionate leader, and then the susceptible go uh the susceptible culture generally is the woman and they're the ones who become the um the Karens in essence for that movement. We saw that with the C19, all right? So with C19 women overwhelmingly immediately, it didn't take no time flat. 15th day to slow the curve, uh immediately accepted it do you have your mask don't forget your mask i mean it was almost immediate i mean they was they was they was promoting it before i even seen the commercial for 15 days they were immediately on it they were immediately on facebook yep yep oh yep right right on it marching orders whatever you say don't go to work yes okay all right uh quarantine yes we're about it yes do whatever yes all right we'll do what you say because they're susceptible to it. Why? Because they're many times they're in need of protection, right? And so if there's a threat, all somebody got to say is there's a threat to you. There's a threat to you, and they'll immediately start marching. It says right here, this is the uh, Nexium cult in which this actress recruited women, other women, put them in false uh, and, and, um, in, in danger, in which they began to get branded, became SEX slaves, and, and, and were restrained. This woman led other women to slaughter. Okay. Here's a woman right uh, Here's a story right here. Black Perspectives talked about the Jim Jones movement um, to French Guyana, the Jonestown. Let me read a stat related to this. Let me read a stat. You want to read a stat? It says, and I'm and I'm 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 pulling a stat out, but but they're trying to talk about it here. Maybe you guys don't know about it, so I'll read the paragraph. The massacre has become shorthanded for the perils of religious ideology and blind faith, typically in the church, especially in the community. Overwhelmingly, women run the church and are filling the churches. All right, so there's a blind faith that they need. There's always hope. There's always a solution around the corner. All it takes is not work, but a wing and a prayer. All right, it says it has spawned a virtual uh, a virtual cottage industry of scholarly books, novels, films, and plays. Feel good stuff. Last year, NBA, uh, HBO announced that Jonestown survivors and journalist Tim uh, Written, writersman, um, massive Jim Jones biography, Waven, would be the subject of a forthcoming forthcoming film. Breaking Bad creator um, Vince Gilligan. Gilligan, yet despite the fact, here's the stat, yet despite the fact that nearly 50% of those who died were African-American women in a church that itself was 75% black, none of these literary or cinematic treatments have actually been by or about black women. Now, again, I'm not making this about black women. I'm talking about women in general, especially when they don't have any protector or a leader, protecting them from themselves. So all you need to do is all you need to do is you need to put your white savior in front of them, 
a white liberal, when somebody that cares for them, somebody that's going to give them the bare minimum beans, cans of beans, hope, optimism, um, what do you call it? Feel good, right? Feel good stories, all right? They'll follow that person. And they'll say, I don't need you, black man. I don't need you anymore. I don't need you, man. I'm going to follow that man. I'm going to follow this person. They need a protector. And this is why they're ultimately, the articles are asking, are they more susceptible to cults? Yes, because they need a protector down the line. Even the idea of strong and independent shows that they're going to a protector somewhere, i.e. corporations, i.e. universities, i.e. there's government. There's always a protector they're trading one set of standards or shackles for for another set of shackles. Mm. Right? They end up going shackled to someone else. And it's easy. Listen, the idea of cults is a very easy thing. I make you feel like the world's against you. I make you feel good about your situation. And then ultimately, I use you as a slave. Right? That's what the end result is going to be because it becomes a fascist dictatorship in which you depend on me and I have to provide for you. But the only way I could provide for you because you don't produce anything is make you a slave. Mm. I know that. And I'm a, because I'm a tyrant. <laughs> I have a mind of a tyrant. You know what I mean? Never put me up in front of a, a leadership of uh, 230, 300 million people. I will have everybody being slaves. <laughs> you know why? It's the only way it works. It's the only way it works because there's not going to be producers of their own there's got to be some reason for you to produce right some people have known this for a long time this is why people have become slaves for since the beginning of time <laughs> people have been slaves since the beginning it wasn't it didn't just start in america y'all this has been going on for since the beginning of time one group said you know what these people ain't doing ish put them on the slave <laughs> Somebody says, history proves me correct. It's how it works. So if I can make you feel good, if I can think, make you feel like I, uh, you're getting more than you can produce yourself, you'll be my slave. And you'll do the dirtiest work. And not only that, you'll bring people into slavery. Watch this. Watch me prove my point here. You'll bring people to me. This is the story right here. I don't know if you know this thing about Nexium. This woman was an actress. Then she got with the co-leader. And she brought slaves. This is why I tell you the story of slavery. I'm like, bruh, it was, it was, they pitted each other. They pitted one against the other. It was never on one accord. One person was, one group of people were keeping the other group of people in bondage. All right. It wasn't the overseer and the slave master. All you needed to do is get one group to keep the other group in the bondage. And y'all both will be in bondage. Let me give you another example. Right now, there's a married couple right now in which one person wants to escape the corporate plantation. I'm supposed to be sharing the screen. I, I failed twice. I failed twice. I failed twice. Give me an L. Mm. I'll, I'll take an L today. I'll give you another example. There's a married couple right now in which one of the couples wants to escape the corporate, what do you would call it? The rat race. It's a fire coach, fire coach. Okay. One person wants to say, you know what? We can get out of this. It'll take five to 10 years of hard work. 
And guess what will happen? We'll be out of it. We'll be free in 10 years. We'll eat plates of crap for the first two years. And then we'll eat rice, jasmine rice. We'll get we'll we'll progressively work ourselves out of this slave bondship. All right. There will be a woman in that probably the wife that'll say, nope. Nope. Mm -mm. I ain't going through that. Nope. Stay there with your job. It's better to have a job. You make $40,000 a year. Stay at that $40,000 a year job. Now, that guy in his $40,000 a year job, he don't even know if he's going to have a job next year. He doesn't know. So he's got to go to work and politic and struggle and use his body as hard labor to keep that job. While she's going, I'd rather be safe than sorry. But y'all both can literally escape the rat race. You can actually, but it, it's going to take time and it's going to take sacrifice and hard work. It's going to take unity. Guess what? They will keep that man. She will keep that man at that job. And he'll basically go, all right, I'll stay. So somebody that's going to say the plantation example, because you guys get emotional about this plantation idea. If you remove the emotion from it, you'll see the reality of what it was. All right. And I see the reality of what it was. It was basically, it was basically the only solution, but it was you, it was yourself keeping you there mostly. I mean, you guys don't want to deal with that. Kanye said something di different from that, but after a while, it doesn't take a genius to figure out. You keep yourself there. I mean, the numbers favor you to just do a whole damn revolt. The people in Haiti figured that out. <laughs> I mean, the people in Haiti, Haiti was like, you know, there's more of us than them. And they figured it out, and they got free, in essence. And they're still paying the penalty for, for chasing their freedom. Okay? So, there's got to be a situation where one person keeps the other one enslaved. But people don't want to claim that. They, you guys don't want to deal with that reality. But it happens, and we're seeing it, particularly because the person that needs the most protection will convince a protector to stay in bondage. Just like we're seeing here. Let me share the screen. Look, this gender tends to be the one that says, well, it's what this person can give us better than we can get. How, we ain't going to do no better by ourselves. This person is giving us shelter. We're eating law off the hog. We'll stay. Same thing with marriage. Same thing with uh, it's the same thing. And this is the mindset you want to avoid. There used to be a time where you could just talk them out of it and be like, hey, you either come or go. What is it? Okay, let's get into the sad story. Another sad story here. See if I can find it. There she is right there. So I say all of this to say, this the reason why this person would do something like this, because I always have to set things up, right? I, I don't just come on here. Here's the story and then just start figuring things out afterwards. Here's the story. This woman was promised happiness. She was promised fame, status, potentially dollars. I told you about this industry is not what it's all cracked up to be. A lot of these people are traded on the marketplace. What All of the things that I say potentially could be true about this story. Nines and tens are traded on the marketplace. Then after they hit a certain age, their value plummets. Uh, they become eights. They become not happy with this position. You don't. We don't know what's going on in this young lady's life. But a lot of the things that we talk about could come true. She had no protector. She had everything that she potentially wanted. Something caused her to do this. 
she chased beauty. She chased beauty standards. She had accolades. She had people that trusted her and supported her. And it still wasn't enough. I'm not sure what happened, but I don't know. I'm not going to get on top of a 60-story building or whatever floor of it and throw myself off of it. There's ruling there's no foul play in this situation. I'm hoping at least there's some foul play um, because then it will make sense. Um, a lot of these women will be have status and still have to do what? And I'm not saying that she had done this, but they still had to sell themselves. On social media, if you want to be a social media star, ladies, I'm just going to tell you right now, you're going to have to sell yourself. Don't tell me otherwise. There's women out here, not social media stars selling themselves. All right. Take a look here at my evidence. Okay. And a lot of them seem to be minority women. And I'm going to tell you that as well. Minority women overwhelmingly are the ones doing this in public. Not to say white women aren't doing it, but sometimes if you look at the statistics, white women are getting married, all right? But minority women, Filipina, here's a little Filipina girl, uh, Latino, oh, Latina women. Look at this story here. This is a funny video. I wonder if I can play it. This sugar daddy, um, they're selling themselves. So what happens is when you get to this level, you get to this level, you realize, oh, I didn't realize I was signing up for prostitution. I thought I was going to be rich. I thought I was going to be married. I thought I was going to have kids by now. Have you ever heard that story where a woman says, uh, um, hey, I didn't realize that uh, by age 30, 32, 35, I would not be married. How do you not realize it? You weren't even headed down that path. And don't you know, the clockwise, it's not in your favor the longer you go along with this idea. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to build myself. Up. How many times have you heard this? I'm going to build myself up. I'm going to get my degree. I'm going to start my job and my career. So I could focus on my career. I'm going to buy my one bedroom, three bathroom townhouse, and then I'll find a husband. <laughs> You're like, huh? Anybody with common sense knows that's a formula for disaster. I mean, you're probably not going to find a husband. Not with that. Not with that. All right, but people think that, that. What? What do you mean? I'm your protector. I'm your big brother. If you want to find a husband, you probably want to do that first. All right. You want to do all of that first. And then you can always go back. No, 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 no. I, wanna, I don't want to depend on him. I don't want to depend on him. I want to have my own money. And then they divorce this guy because they marry him late on a Hail Mary buzzer beater. Then they divorce him. Then they're asking for alimony and child support. Hey, I thought you wanted to build yourself up. It is literally crazy. Chelsea, Chesley, Christ. I should have at least researched her name. Chesley Christ, Christ, former Miss USA, deletes herself after falling from a New York City apartment building. The 30-year-old worked as a correspondent for an entertainment news site and was a former civil litigation attorney and graduated from college with my bachelor's at 20 with a degree in communication sciences with an emphasis in speech and language pathology all that to allegedly be selling yourself on the internet i mean she looks good good looking woman there oh here we go former usa miss usa chelsea chesley cheesed Died after falling from a New York City high-rise building, a spokesman for the NYP 
police said they are investigating the deletion as a deletion, self-deletion, we call it over here. Officer were called to the Orion condo building in Midtown Manhattan just after 7 a.m. Sunday after Mrs. Cheest, we'll call her, was found deleted on the scene. In a he says, in devastation and great sorrow, we share the passing of our beloved Chelsea, RIP to her. Her great light was one of that uh, was one that inspired others around the world with her beauty and strength. She cared and she loved. She laughed and she shined. This is inexplicable to me of why she would delete herself, but we don't know. And if you do need some help, contact the National Self-Deletion Hotline immediately. Her family said in a statement, according to her employer, Extra TV. Oh, she was on Extra TV, hmm, where she worked as a correspondent for the new, uh, entertainment news site. Um, I don't know if you guys know that even the people that do those shows, they often get wrapped up. Uh, I don't know if you remember Matt Lauer, Matt Lauer. Well, a lot of times, um, a lot of these correspondents, a lot of these underlings in those entertainment businesses, they want to get promoted. And it's a hard fight in that industry in entertainment. Even if you are Miss USA, it's a hard fight. So what typically happens is they will get with these men of power in the industry, i.e. Weinstein, i.e. Lauer. And then they'll, um, they'll uh, what do you call it? They'll think that affair is going to promote them. And then there's disappointment. All right. Even the show with that, iron, who's the iron board girl that the, from Friends? What's her name? Jennifer Aniston had this show about the Matt Lauer situation in which a, a character like her deleted herself. Go back and watch that news, uh, that that movie. I think, what is it called? It was a TV series. It was exactly that. A woman that worked in the industry like her was a correspondent. She had an affair with the upper manager and then it didn't get her where she wanted and she deleted herself. Okay. Um, so this is what happens in that industry. It's a sad thing. Shout out to um, Damian Burge over there on the cash app. So the industry is the devil in essence, allegedly. World, world yeah, so on Apple Plus is called uh, The Morning Show. Okay, not to use TV as an example of things that'll happen to you. It says here, Chelsea embodied love and served others, whether through her work as an attorney fighting for social justice. Man, she got, she had everything and this is what happened. There has to be an explanation for this. This is inexplicable. She's an attorney, a social justice warrior, an actress, a pageant winner. Boy, I tell you, I tell you, man, there's no recipe for happiness when it comes to the fairer sex. And a lot of people would have traded places with this person any day of the week. Uh, so this is, a, this is also an indicator of, um, you know, fame and beauty and status and money is not going to bring you necessarily happiness is how you, uh, how you function with those things. All right. Ultimately we, we don't know. I can't even, uh, begin to figure out what happened here. And if there was foul play, we'll find we'll find out. Okay, and it says, but most importantly, as a daughter, sister, friend, mentor, and colleague, we knew her impact. We we know her impact will live on. She's thirty years old. She was crowned Miss USA in twenty nineteen. 
So that would have been three years ago when she was 27 and she worked for Extra TV. Extra says our hearts are broken. All right. She's a former civil litigation attorney. And uh, she worked on pro bono cases with Buried Alive Project. So she wasn't wealthy. She wasn't making a lot of money as a pro bono. I mean, she might not have been making any money. All right. Seeking reduced sentences for people convicted of drug offenses. Hmm. Boy. Might be a connection there. She lived in the 60-story Orion building, which sits on West 42nd over there. All right. Over there, oh, a few blocks from Triad Square over there. In March 2020, uh, sorry, in March 2021, she published an essay in Allure magazine discussing the pressures on people to be successful and also aging. Oh, there we go. There we go. There it is right there. All right. Enough said. Here it is. Here it is over here. All right. Look no further over here. We need to pull this article up. This might be it over here. In March 2021, she published an essay in Allure Mac. Ladies, I want you to listen right now. The wall cometh. The wall taketh no prisoners. This is it. Man, ladies, holy moly. Master Mino says, case closed. This is last year. And of course, one more thing that I'm going to say before I share this. I got to do the Super Chats. One more thing I'm going to say. I've been saying this and I've been saying this. We're not going to find this out for five or 10 years. The pressures that people have put on themselves in the last two years with this idea that they're going to die at any moment is going to be difficult for people to overcome for the rest of their lives, okay? You guys have been walking out into the world with this idea that you're gonna just drop dead, okay? That is unhealthy. You should, you're mentally going to be psych, psyching yourself out. And you're gonna carry this on. You're gonna carry this on for many, many decades. Just a simple human inter interaction and you think you'll drop dead. You're in your car with the mask on fully double mask. I'm telling you, you're going to be psychologically psyched out for the rest of your life. That is not healthy. I don't think people in concentration camps care more about dropping dead at any point than you people in a free society. But that's neither here or there. The announcement has been paid for by the New World Order. Um. Let's do that. Let's read that part and then do the super chats. Case closed. In March 2021, she published an essay in Allure magazine discussing the pressures on people to be successful and also aging. Quote, oh boy. I now enter year 30 searching for joy and purpose on my own terms. And that feels like my own sweet victory. Oh man. Case closed. We're going to close this case up. Okay. We've been, have we not been saying this? Not, not that all people will take this course of action. We want to prevent that. This is why men are the protectors. We're here to protect you, sisters, my sisters, not sisters. We're here to protect sisters. We're here to protect mothers. Uh, you should be, and I've been saying this for a while, you should be the protector of your mother. You should have authority over your mother at some particular point. But no, big mama's house. Mama's the matriarch. Whatever says mama says, we do. And then the matriarchs in chaos multiple times. Just look at the movie Soul Food. 
Okay. And I hate to use movies. I always hate to use movies as a thing, but I always want to just relate to the Mickey Mouse, you knuckle draggers, the ham and eggers. All right. That's how I got to relate to you. I have to drop an MF every now and then. So the ignorant hear, people hear me. All right. Like Lower Hill said. And I add an MF so the ignorant people hear me. She says, she said the ninjas, but anyway. So sometimes I got to use movies to relate to knuckle draggers. <laughs> All right. The ham and eggers. So, uh, mama's, mama's house is always chaotic. It's always full of drama. It's always full of brokenness. All right. But it's because the man should be the authority over big mama's house. All right. But the idea that they're going to have this success into their thirties and, and then they get the reality. It's a, it's just a sad ending, man. I'm sorry to hear the story, but I hope this is an example to young ladies that even your own success is not going to be enough. My man Esteban, I got you, brother. MJ Talk says, I worked. At, oh, here we go right here. He says, I worked in the C-19 ICU and 99.99% of patients under 65 that expired were overweight and or obese and or obese. This also included VAC patients. Overweight patients usually have diabetes, heart disease, and lung disease. It's I mean, there's direct correlation to this. I don't know. You know, people are going to get in their feelings about that. But here's a person who's a professional. He says he worked in the use ICU. 99.99, under 65 were overweight. And so then we get this garbage, all right? It's crazy. Come on, man. I mean, everybody can see that. But I think, you know, who can't see it? People who want to feel good. People who want to be like, oh, no, no, no. I mean, I can do, I, they go in there and lift a little bit of barbell weight. See, I'm healthy. Guys, the industry itself, the health industry itself is one of the most unhealthiest industries there is. I'm just letting you know that right now. People who are in health and fitness and muscle magazine, those are the last people you should be taking health advice from. <laughs> just letting you know. It's too easy. It's too easy. But y'all be like, well, I can lift what this goofy uh, steroid-laden, allegedly, HDH, human growth hormone industry. I can do what they're doing, so I'm healthy, too. No, they're not healthy. They do the last thing. They do everything other than health. Their nutrition is trash, all right? It's, they fluctuate up and down. They take all kind of vitamins and minerals, and they're always bulking. Then they're dropping weight. Then they're using diuretic. Then <laughs> health industry people are not very healthy. Kaylin, Khalid Cooper, shout out to you. Thank you, sir. Good to see you, man. SAU in Generia says Mexican coach gang in the house. He says women don't want us to protect them. Then uh, protect them. And right now I'm tired to try to, and explain why they need us. I just follow uh, the dreams and peace, quiet, and freedom, they learn the hard way. It's a hard knock life. You're right. Uh, this is why you had this manosphere because men, there's still men that want to help women, right? Because we know we're going to have to help you anyway. You know, listen, we're going to have to help you anyway. Once you get 50 and all that, we're, we're going to have to cover all this. And the government going to drop you like a bad habit. Look at, look at old people. Look at old people. What are they always complaining about? And they don't help us with our Medicare. And they got us out here living in the street. Remember I showed you the video of that woman that lived in this house, this apartment, and she had four heaters out. Mm. 
She had four floor heaters. Her, her, her apartment, the water was dripping. She was in her mid-50s. It's disastrous, man. Shout out to Mr. Speed says a couple of months ago, you showed a video of a couple from the community with the man hanging on the hood of the car while the woman was driving. I saw the same thing in Phoenix here yesterday. Unbelievable. Yep. And guys, I'm going to tell you, man, you guys really need to fix your mindset when it comes to these relationships. You guys are in, you guys claim toxic relationships like it's your business. And that's one of the problems. You guys think relationships should be toxic. All right. Um, Fresh and fit says, give me a one in the chat. If you want to see CGA Rolo Donovan and Aaron Clary in the studio in early February on fresh and fit. All right. We'll see if we can make that happen. All right. I got to move a whole bunch of things around. We'll see if we can make that happen. Shout out to you. Isaac Tate says tap dance coach. You know, I got to do the tap dance every now and then. And I apologize for YouTube or stream yard ruining my stream. Mr. Uh, lot coach, you should do a soundbite of the horny old man video. That's definitely Elijah. I'm a horny old man. And I just want to say I'm in my 60s. All right. And you got some tig old biddies. Disastrous. And what of men in there as they age? We'll talk about that. So Nate Bitt says the Detroit Rams are going to the Super Bowl. How many Detroit people they got? Two? Okay. How many Detroit people they got? Just one? Was Jamal was the uh was was the uh, the deep was the defensive back from the Detroit Lions? What's his name? Lou Singer, Lucifer Ratzinger says I'm enjoying these heifers losing their minds. Oh, there's something about depression too, guys. We've been highlighting everything. One in four women are on mental health meds. This is a crisis. It's a crisis. It's literally a crisis, man. Um, Aliba Kalima says, once they get the taste of good life, there's no going back. We know, he says, we all know it for half of them. Their diets don't work the same. And so she's achieved success. And then she found out that, um, success is not what it's all cracked up to be. This is like people who get money early on in life. And then they discover that they're on a mission, a, a journey to follow. Oh, okay. Now what? All right. It's hard for people who are wealthy up front. Because then they go into a self-discovery mission. Oh, man, I got everything. Everybody gave me everything. Now what? Now what is life? Right? Um, men typically do well with this. Women typically don't. Men do well. But sometimes they flip out, too. And they get on drugs. You know, men and women get on drugs. Because they don't know where to go next. See, we got to wake up every day and go to work. They don't. They remove that. They, we, we have to chase our dream. Their dream is what? Right, they already got everything, so they're like, okay, now who am I? And shout out to the LSU Bengals <laughs> for going to the Super Bowl. The Detroit Rams and the LSU Bengals are going to the Super Bowl. Kayla Ferguson, there's nothing better for a woman than to be a wife and a mother. The media and public opinion keeps lying to women. Yes, they do. I tell you, man, I don't know why. Somebody would tell your ass to go to work. You know what I mean? Like if you had the option to be like, do you want to be out here politicking, going to meetings, working? You know, it's a social element to that, but there's a social element to be able to raise your kids, be a wife. They've been literally talked out of this proposition. And don't say you haven't. 
Ask a 22-year-old woman what she wants to be. I guarantee you she don't say wife or mother because she knows if she lets those words come from out of her lips, somebody's going to smack it back like Serena Williams smacks back a weak anacorn cobra serve. It would be smack back. What? They can't say nothing like that. Nope. You want to be a wife or kid? Oh, no. You're too young for that. Do not do it, girl. You got all this independence. You can go shake your ass. In these streets. You can go uh, join the OnlyFans. I have, I have a woman that wants me to give her, start her OnlyFans career. I mean, I'm telling you, man. And guess what? 29, 30. She also wants to get married. She don't know what the hell she wants. And she don't have no protector. Her father's not the strongest man in the world. The, the parents are divorced. The brother basically like you're a whole lost cause. I don't know if you guys know, uh, women open up to me a lot in various different ways. <laughs> they open up to me a lot in various different ways. And what I hear from them is after a certain time frame, they don't know where they want to go in life. They don't. Nobody tells them what's next because then they go, wow, damn, this working thing ain't what it's all cracked up to be. You learn at about 30, 31, 32. Oh, man, this sucks. Oh, trying to get a promotion. Oh, trying to do this. And oh, man, oh, I slept with the boss. And oh, plugging away. Oh, I got to travel. Oh, it ain't all what it's cracked up to be. Sorry about the distractions here. Aliva Kalima, once they, I already got that one right there. Uh, did I get it? Yeah, there's no going back. Man's Extinction says another BW lady cop just got clapped too. Yeah, I want to be a policeman. You go out there and get clapped. All right, I mean, why? You could have not been that. Last couple, Speak My Mind says obesity can't, causes your money and health and shortens your time. You're going to be on some meds. And not only that, um, I'm going to just tell you right now, despite what they tell you, I, I've worked with people who have been obese, men and women, male and female. And I've had some clients who were wealthy and they had money and they were not happy. I'm not happy. <laughs> they were severely overweight. I'm like, you ain't going to have this money for, for very long. You're going to be D-E-A-D. Not functional. Uh, they're not happy. They're not happy. And that, you know, uh, walking around in an extra meat suit, that you can't take off. You know what I mean? Like, I've never had that weight issue. I don't think I ever could. I don't eat that much. Not that, that that causes it, but I don't typically eat a lot. I got a small stomach, and I eat slow. Like, when you go out to eat with me, I be eating slow as hell. You done with your plate. I ain't even halfway done. And I'm taking home for leftovers. And I got three meals out of that. Um, but um, what typically happens is once you uh, once you have that on your body, you can't remove it. You know what I mean? Like, I could take it off. You know what I mean? I'd be like, all right, I'll be free of this today. If you're 300, 280, 280 you got to carry that. It is. Whew. Anyway. David A. says, Jambo from uh, Kenya coach, shout out to the Angry Man's channel. Shout out to the Angry Man Valdez over there. And shout out to whatever Jambo means in Kenya. Shout out to my brother in Kenya. 
Lucifer Ratzinger, thank you for the $5. And um, we're going to go forward here. One more thing that I wanted to mention here. One more thing I wanted to mention here. Oh, that's the Karen idea. We were going to talk about that. Um, let me see. Is there anything I want to mention? Maybe not. Maybe we can do the rest of the Super Chats. All right. So, yeah, we covered our points. Shit. Let's do the rest of the Super Chat. They're sharing the screen there. I hope I made my point without being misogynist. I'm not trying to be misogynist. I, I know. I have older women in my family. Aunts, sisters, cousins. I have people that I work with. All right. I don't want to paint a rosy picture of that it's great for women when they age. It's, it's not very good. Okay. It's not very good. It's good for some. For most, it's not. It's not. And then a lot of them aren't really happy. Even if they're married, you see a lot of suburban women that are not happy with life. You know what I mean? They're either you know, miserable about their marriage. They're miserable about the prospects of the future. They haven't saved ahead. Um, they're stressed out with their kids and families and or jobs, or they're stressed out because they can't be parent, good parents because they're at work. They're stressed out because they didn't get, leave anything behind for their children. They're stressed out because... They didn't give their children the best opportunities going forward. And we've lowered the bar. Hey, my kid is not in jail. He's not dead. He didn't get anyone pregnant. I was a great parent. <clears throat> did you leave anything behind? Will that person get any inheritance? Are they? Did you put them in a better position in life? Oftentimes, no, because that kid still lives with them. The bar is low. And we've settled for, well, at least we'll be happy. Guys, this is a trap. It's a trap. That's not success. That is not, you know what that is? That's plantation. That's the, that sounds like every bit of plantation. Okay, so you have a generation, possibly, I'm sorry, two generations, possibly three generations living in one roof, living under one roof. That sounds like a plantation life to me, but that's neither here or there. You go forward with life. I'm just letting you know that how, if that equates to set, uh, success, I don't know what's great. Then you got pets. Then we find out you're selling feed pictures on the side. Then we find out you got a sugar daddy. Then we find out it is like, oh my gosh. Well, at least we're happy. We're not miserable like those rich people. You know what I mean? Rich people are miserable. They're not happy. So money doesn't make you happy. But this does. And you're happy. See, this is where we're going. This is this is basically a descendant from the plantation society. And then as such, if you live in the plantation mindset, then that just means one thing. You're the slave. You're the slave. Or you have the mind of one. We're going to wrap this up because we got to get rid of this laggy lag. All right. Man's Extinction says this, uh, that'd be wild if during the FNF live stream, they do a new false flag and you see a bright flash off the black, out the back. And he, DeSantos is the, is a problem for the, yeah, uh, we can't get all of us in the same room. Elijah Bryant says, don't call me black. I didn't do Biden. It ain't my fault. I'm going to tell you this. None of this is my fault. Trump would have been better. Who would have been better? All right. I'm about the economy. All right. If my economy ain't good, I ain't about it. DT says, hey, CGA, BWs are not saying BMs are the leaders of the community, and we need to fix it and wife the baby mamas. But when KS asked if BMs are the leaders, which B 
DMs are they following? It was silence. <laughs> I'm going to tell you the hypocrisy in all of that. Let me tell you, show you the hypocrisy. And, and if they're using beep, black males are the leaders or black men need to lead, black men should lead. I'm going to tell you the hypocrisy in that. You guys want to hear the hypocrisy? I'm going to tell you the hypocrisy in all of this. And this is it. If you take people like Kevin Samuels, if you take people like the angry man, if you take people like Coach Greg Adams, if you take people like Myron, if you take people like Anthony Spade, Dr. BOA, if you take any of these people and you show them that these people are trying to be leaders, they cut us off at the knees. Anytime a man steps up to be a leader, they literally cut him off at the knees. They try everything they need to do to silence them. And then they will say it's misogyny. Then they will say it's woman hating. It's woman bashing. In which we're trying to say, no, we're trying to lead you. Oh, we don't need to be led by people like you. And then they go for who? They go for Dwayne Wade. They go for uh, uh, anybody that simps and makes them feel good. They, they go for that. Which that person exhibits zero leadership quality. Zero. That person follows the woman overwhelmingly. Yeah, Ice Cube. Ice Cube stepped up. They cut him off at the knees. They never go. Yes, here we go. Yep, they go for Russell Wilson. Hey, this is this is what we want. And then when they get exactly what they get from it, oh no, we don't want that. Y'all need to lead. And then when we step up the lead, cut us off. I swear to God. This is why I don't try to get into a leadership position with that community specifically. But this is not just community related. This is overwhelmingly the world's relation because all it takes is the media to make them feel good. Have you noticed that the media will show commercial after commercial? You are strong. You are vibrant. You are a hero. You're this, you're that. Now, do they ever have to show a commercial amping us the hell up? Hey, gentlemen, you are strong. You are vibrant. Go out there and lead. Go take the world. Go be independent. Go be free. They never do that. They say, get your ass out there and support everybody else, especially the failures. Get your ass out there and be stepdaddies. All right, they literally don't, they don't even give us no inspiration. All right. Then I look up, and they got a, a commercial with Medusa. Medusa want to be in these streets. In these streets. But she can't because she's Medusa, and everybody she looks at turns to stone. So guess what? Let's get you a dress. Let's get you a credit card. Let's get you uh, some sunglasses. Let's make you spend some money. We'll solve the problem with your head full of snakes. We'll put sunglasses on you so you don't turn people to stone. And then they literally have the guy, the bartender at the bar, wink at the group of women that are scantily clad at a nightclub. And she turns them into stone. I tell you what. It is. <laughs> I can't even begin to. You turn your protector because he's flirting with you in a scantily clad nightclub. And he's violating. Oh, you turn him to stone. I, and then they feel good. Oh, well, you, uh, uh, yeah, he deserved what he got. I swear to God, man. I, 
Where are we? Do what are we doing? And these are the guys later you want to be your protector. And that's you. These are the guys that are supposed to leave you. Later on, after you're done being what? in these streets. But now then it's going to turn into this. Why do I have to work? I am sexy. I am sexy. Again, what? I'm not mad at guys that want to say let it burn and let it turn. I mean, because guys, there's no there's no real solution to saving this. As long as you have the media and politicians continue to say, hey, we're going to make these ladies feel good because they're our voting populace. And then you're going to continue to get nothing. Ladies, what have you gotten in 60 years? Jobs? If you read my book, The Evolution, I'm saying, is jobs the measure of success? But well, we got work and we got our own money. Do you realize that? That economically, women are broke no matter what circumstance you put them. They're, they're broke. Even if they got money, they broke. And then it's always, well, we got to do more. We got to put them in better positions. We got to make them the CEO. We got to get them to own football teams. Um, I don't know if you realize that most men are not CEOs. Most CEOs are men, but most men are not CEOs. Unless we start the business, all right? Most of us are knuckle dragger, clock, uh, clocking in, clocking idols, ham and eggers. We don't get to just say, I want to be CEO. Well, they should make more women CEOs. No, more women should start business where they're the CEO. I mean, <laughs> but I hate to be in this. This world this is what it is. I would love to be like, I want the top job. I want to own a football team. Most men don't own football teams, <laughs> but most football team owners are men. And probably Jewish. So, at least in basketball, that's the case. Most football owners are men and probably Jewish. And if they're not Jewish, they white. <laughs> right? And it's a family business. The Giants, the Browns, um, the, the Raiders, the Patriots. The Steelers, the Cowboys, these are family businesses. These are family businesses. They're not just some dude that just bought up the team, the, the Rams, that moved them all over L.A., Cleveland, Cincinnati, St. Louis, wherever the hell they're going to live. They're family businesses. Come on, the Lakers. There aren't just dudes running up and buying it with money. Now, the Dallas Mavericks, yeah. It's, it's very simple, man. Yeah, the, the Chiefs is a family business. I mean, these are family. If you want a business, start one with your family. It starts with the family. Um, Dr. Thunder, let's, let's continue with the show. He says, did you see the L Magazine article? Kevin Samuels, Mr. Palmer, and I are mentioned total hit piece. Hey, Dr. Thunder, uh, sh uh, shout out to you and what you do. I've heard about it. I heard Obsidian was interviewed for this potentially as well. Um, yeah, that's why, I, you know, I don't try to go to the mainstream side of things. I'm not trying to get them to have an explanation. Uh, we are counterparts. We're not working on one accord, but um, they have to do something with this. And again, this is an example of when men step up to lead and have a voice, they cut you off at the knees. 
they cut you off at the knees. Maybe I'll do a show on it, but I don't want to even get involved with those mainstream. Uh, they cut you off at the knees. The, the, the community does not want men to lead. They don't. Just look at the men that have tried to lead and how many of them have been either shot down, character assassinated, or shot down or character or assassinated, period. And overwhelmingly, I know this is going to hurt. I know this is going to hurt. Overwhelmingly, the reason why any of these men that have started movements, those movements have been interrupted or infiltrated, ultimately started with some woman saying, we want a part of the group too. I know that's hard to hear. I'm not trying to be, I'm not trying to be mean. And I'm going to give you an example, a modern example, so you can see what I'm talking about. Ice Cube. Just look at what happened to Ice Cube. I know people want to be very self-reflective of history, the 60s and the 70s and slavery, because we're not, we weren't there. So we're only kind of going over what we were fed based on whatever angle we looked at the story. But in real time, everybody remembers what happened to Ice Cube. So Ice Cube was the example of modern day black men starts a movement and then the women come in and say, what about us? We want a part of it too. And then when they didn't get a part of it and they didn't feel like they were a part of it, they let either let the infiltrators in or they torpedoed it. Same thing happened with the Black Panthers. Same thing that happened with any movement. Uh, the Southern, the SNCC, Southern Leadership Council, the Student Leadership, Black Council, whatever. Same thing happened to Southern Christian Baptist Leadership. <laughs> and this is why they slow me down. Because I tell too much truth. Same thing happened on the plantation. Same thing happened. What about us? Hey, ladies, we're going to run right now. What about us? All right, hey. Master, they all going to leave us. They running. We was going to come back and get you, all right? Because they can't have a plantation without no men. But the men are going to leave, and then we'll come back and get they, What, are they going to keep you? They ain't going to keep you. So we running. Nope. Hey, Master, they all going to run. They leaving us. I'm just telling you, man, that's a hard truth. I tell hard truths here. I don't sugarcoat any damn thing. That's exactly what happens in modern time. Take any movement, and that's normally what happens. Hey, what about us? And then when it ain't about them, you don't make it about them. Torpedo. <laughs> All right, anyway. Uh, fish oil jacuzzi. The comments a few weeks ago about women looking like Ninja Turtle Splinter. I out of the shower was the hottest burn I've heard on this channel. That's so funny. I was thinking of that the other day. I was watching a video and they were doing a toy collection and then they showed Splinter. And then I was like, whoever that dude was that said, and we were talking about the WW and, and we could refer to white women when they come out of the shower and they comb their hair back. Some dude was like, they look like master Splinter coming out. Man, I swear to God. I was like, oh my God. Adam Bomb says, Riri pregnant at 33 years old, WRL for ASAP Rocky. Well, I hope he likes child support because he'll be playing child support. She's going to pray and mantis that guy. All right. 
God said, we can see that a lot mile away. They're never, they're not going to be together forever. All right. That's going to be a praying mantis. ASAP Rocky there in the brown. ASAP Rocky there in the brown. Everybody knows that. Um, Nick Cannon out here impregnating everybody. All right. Mr. West says uh, either she met the wall or chose the pavement or SD said fly girl. Sugar daddy. Boy, I didn't think about the sugar daddy angle, but yes, she probably had a sugar daddy. What is the likelihood that she had a sugar daddy? Very highly likely. Very, very highly likely. Guys, the sugar daddy phenomenon going on right now is unreal. A lot of these women are looking for men to finance them. Uh, Wisdom Vision Production says it's the unspoken truth of humanity that you brave subjugation. The bright lure of freedom diminishes your life's joy in a mad scramble for power and identity. Avengers, uh, low-key was based as F. And that's a sad reality of humanity. Humanity, we want freedom. We want to be free, but we will crave subjugation. We will literally uh, flock to it like, you know, moss to light. You know, it is what it is. Because you will look at a guy uh, being free and you'll ask him, how did you get unfree? They'll tell your ass and you still won't do it. They'll tell you how to get free. You still won't do it. You'll literally say, eh, I ain't doing all that. Right? Oh, man. Well, and it's a simple, you'll be like, all right, just, you know, eat plates of sh for, uh, for, for two years. After two years, you'll have 50 years of freedom. They'd be like, mm. all right, John Ellison, he says, women, he says, I just want to go to the lake. Take her abs. She's bored, buzzer. Yes. I, what is that? Take her abs. Uh, but anyway, yeah, I just want to go to the lake. Uh, Lucifer Ratzinger, shout out to you for the super sticker. One White Pony, Christopher, uh, Christine Chubbuck, another sad story, a TV news reporter. Yeah, she was depressed. She couldn't find the man, deleted herself on TV back in the 70s. I was looking for film of that, by the way, when you brought that up. And he says, additionally, another sad fact, he says, XX is like her with all these accomplishments. Uh, how could she find a man that could live up to those her expectations? It's impossible. Yes, th that's also the case here because when they come in with so much, there's I read the article where a woman posted, wrote an article saying the more education you have, the more success and uh, employment you have, the less options you have for dating and marriage. The You shrink your options. I read that article here live. But you can't tell them that. You can't tell them that. They're still mad at that. Well, that shouldn't be. Well, it is. You know what I mean? Like, well, men need to change their mind. Okay, listen, I can't stop the world and let you off whenever you want and then stop the world and let you back on. I can't change the world. The reality is the reality. And if you find a man that's happy with your success, ultimately he's going to, he's not going to have what you instinctively want, which is protection and provision. That's what you want. So you get all of these things. That means there's a small group of men that actually has a little bit more than you that, that qualify. Everybody underneath you does not qualify. And then those men that qualify, do they want a working woman with a one-bedroom, three-bathroom townhouse with a condo in mid midtown Manhattan that you're going to jump off of when you say, I'm not happy? <laughs> they don't want you. They're ultimately going to want someone that can fill another void in their lives. They don't want a competitor. But listen, that's your, that's your world. You guys go out there, continue to do it. We're just going to have to pay for this. Uh, Chris Zambrano, your coaching call changed my life for the better. 
file for my LLC and you were 100% right. If I don't, uh, if I don't want my business, wait, so what means that? If I don't let them know what my business makes, how can child support know? File for LLC, collect your money, make them hire a forensic accountant. They're not going to do it. Let's check this out. Uh, child support, basically, the child support system, if it's the child support services, they basically want to sue you and then them not do any of the legal work, which means you bring in all the information. Hey, we're suing you. Bring us three years of this and two years of that. Coke is my ass. Mm. All right, tell them you find it. <laughs> all right. If you're suing me, that means you subpoena stuff. They don't want to subpoena anything because subpoenas cost money. And it's time. They want to they want to sue you and you bring all the evidence. How does that work? Uh, we, we broke that down. Nasty Naro says, Coach, Google my brush with the Black Manosphere. One of the Communitas sisters infiltrated the Black Manosphere. Then wrote a ridiculous hit piece last week, even called out a few names. What did I tell you? What did I tell you about infiltrators? And I told you about this when you guys chase these numbers. I want to get 200,000 subscribers, and I wanted to get that for my main channel, but infiltrators came in um, and killed the channel. Sad, sad story. All right. Uh, but, you know, um, when you get a big following, most of the followers that come, they're not there to support you. Some followers do come new. It's a 50-50. Once your, your earlier followers are, are, are the followers that want to hear your message, all right? And then you'll start to tr trickle into some sort of mainstream. You'll get people to follow you that don't necessarily believe everything that you're saying. So that'll start to, to, to dwindle and decline. Once you get about 150, 150,000 subs, you're getting half haters, half people that want to watch a train wreck. And then supporters and then are in the mix of all of that. You get infiltrators. Guys, right now, right now, right now, there's somebody watching me disagreeing with everything that I'm saying. They put in two hours a day. No, no, sometimes six hours a day to come watch me to disagree. To come watch me hate. Right now, there's a journalist watching me taking notes. And they've emailed me dozens of times on my email that I never answer. I know they know about me because I can Google my name and see articles written about me that aren't painting me in a positive light. Again, when you chase a big audience, just realize haters are coming in, infiltrators are coming in, people that disagree are coming in, people that want to see you fail are coming in, people that want to see a train wreck, then people that support you, then people that love you, then that people that are sponsoring you. So watch out when you chase numbers on this thing. Don't ever brag about your numbers because your numbers don't reflect supporters. Your numbers reflect sometimes haters. And like my man, uh, Dennis Sterling, who should have a big, bigger audience, he's a lawyer. He once said that don't be surprised if these people in the black manosphere, in the manosphere in general, if you guys don't all have files in your name, with any three-letter agency in this country, okay? Or any so-called group that fights against hate speech, okay? You guys got a file on them. If I if I, I pulled up Southern Law, Southern Law Poverty Project, and they have Manosphere people on the terrorist list, okay? And as I've just talked, Dennis Sperling is his name. And I just, I just talked about this. My, my audience is dwindling because hit dogs are hollering. All those people just noticed that I looked you in the face and I called you for what you are and you logged off. 
You see that? My numbers start dropping when I start telling them. I know you're watching. So it is what it is. It is what it is. All right. They, 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 they felt guilty because I just hit you in the heart. All right. And I know you're watching me. So my numbers just dropped by 100. Yep. Fact checkers are watching me. People over at people, people waiting for me to make a mistake. Um, here we go right here. So just know, man, you get the, all these people watching you. It is, that's not all supporters, man. People watching Kevin Samuels, they're there um, to either bring his reputation down, wait for you to make a mistake. Like, how do they know uh, fresh and fit are making mistakes? Because they're watching. David Filming says she made a cameo on Kevin Samuels last year, self-deleted. No way. Did she not? Oh, wow. Wow, wow, wow. So did she really, was she really on Kevin Samuels' show? Wow. Mexi Michael, that's going to be interesting footage. Kevin, uh, let uh, pull that up. Mexi Michael, always a good morning when I catch CGA up in this. Sorry for the streaming quality. Thank you, sir. Ricky Webster, Coach Rihanna is expecting her first baby with ASAP Rocky. Give, can we get the prices wrong as usual? French toast props, too. All right. That, that ought to work out. All right. Our rest in peace, RP Mike. That smile of Mrs. Self-Deletion looks very familiar. Girl, I've never seen you glow like that. Uh, they suffer in silence. Uh, women are a very social group. Uh, they, they oftentimes, <clears throat> you know, share their successes and their failures with each other, not with, with men. And so they smile for you, but behind that smile, when they are with other women, they, they break down. You know, they need, they need help. But they're afraid to ask for the help. They're afraid to ask for the help, you know, especially for men. And so they always show us, oh, we're strong and we don't need you. And I can ride the bike. The little sister syndrome It's all it is. It has nothing to do with who's stronger and who weaker, who's weaker. But little sister always wants to impress big brother. And they always want to hang with the big brother. And they always want to do what he's doing. And then they can't keep up and they want us to slow down and carry her weight all along with us. You know what I mean? Slow down. I can't ride up the hill. You're going too fast. And then they go home and cry with mommy. Mommy, <laughs> mommy gives her a popsicle. It's okay. She falls down and scrapes her knee crying because she got a lone pig threshold. I mean, it's, it's the same thing, bro. It's the same idea. We're just seeing it being pushed because the media is going to allow it. Anybody that disagrees with that, you're against women. And I'm not against women. I'm just saying, man, not a lot of women are built like me at all. Not that's going to try to get as much as he can out of this world without the assistance of anybody else, right? Now, I don't get assistance from anybody else. I don't have sugar daddies behind the scenes. I don't have government aid behind the scenes. I don't have all of these things behind the scene. Daddy, daddy paying my car note and car insurance and, and taking care of my dog. Uh, while out here saying you're strong and independent and doing it without a man. Um, we're also not doing student loan debt at the rate that they're doing. You know what I mean? We, we're, we're not doing that. We don't even have the ability to do that. We don't have people just giving pushing us in front because we're the, uh, the woman. We need to get a black female Supreme Court justice. Like what? <laughs> we don't have people fighting for us like that. We got to do it against all odds against all odds with no help zero 
especially if you're a black man. If you're a black man, yeah, the 850 in Georgia, the 100, the $1,000 in New York City. And then they'll get this help if they make, the more mistakes they make, they, the more help they get. I swear to God, I swear, I get zero help and I don't make any mistakes. I don't have kids out of wedlock. I don't have kids that are criminal. The only mistake I ever made in my life was getting married. That was the biggest mistake of my life. And it penalized me. I, I became a criminal of the court from a divorce. Mm. Broke no laws previous to that. And I literally was treated like a criminal, a common criminal. And I had to, against all odds, fight against that to just get here. I'm telling you, I'm not trying to be against women, but what I'm saying is we need to look at it for what it is. And if you're not happy with the men, the economically availability of the men, it's because men are fighting to get something that you're not in order to make it here as a man and then tack on a black man or a Mexican man. <sighs> These Mexican men be sitting outside of Home Depot all day. Not all Mexican men. But in Southern California, go by Home Depot, 7 in the morning. Go by U-Haul truck. Go by the U-Haul truck station. They be sitting out there in the cold, 7 in the morning, trying to get a job. They be out here painting and carpentering with no license. Mm. <laughs> you pull up. Are you a painter? See. Can you do carpentry? C. Can you do drywall and stucco? C. Can you do HVAC and AC? C. <laughs> they can do it all. They get in there. Can you move furniture? 60-year-old man. C. And guess what? They be catching hell. <laughs> but, a, but a Mexican woman will stay by your ass, though. She'll stay by you. It's getting tougher, though. Can you can you short order cook? See. Can you do dishes? See. They do anything. <laughs> no license, no experience. They get up in there. We're gonna make sure we figure out how to do this. But you know what? They can do it because it isn't really that hard. You can learn. You can learn. Just get some measuring turf to do some simple math. Your ass can do anything. All right. And then this is why, this is why I don't get why brothers are out here struggling when I see Hector and Ramondo out there drywalling and carpeting every damn thing. Right with some measuring tape and some tools. That's all they got. They got the measuring tape and tools, and they like, I can do anything. And they'll do it. All right. Now nah, I'm not gonna stand out in front of Home Depot at 6 30 in the morning, but it is what it is. <laughs> it is what it is. All right. H. Preston Brown, he says, uh, the key to happiness is knowing that the door ain't locked. She said, uh, she, oh, she said she was seeking happiness. It's not uh, to be sought or found, but rather created by oneself. Such a tragedy. May she rest in peace. Very well said. Very well said. Yes, yeah, she's seeking happiness. Happiness is not to be sought, sought. Happiness is a byproduct. Just like I say, women are a byproduct of success. Happiness is a byproduct. You don't find it. It's a result of. Great point on that one. Um, H Stone says, someone please marry my sister. They Gen Xers. <laughs> nope. <laughs> no. No. 
All right, Mehmet the second says, I'll gladly be my sister's mothers and woman's keepers if I have the authority. TFM said it best, responsibility without authority is slavery. That's a great point there. And it's hard for men to be the authorities when every time I be in the authority, y'all shout me down. Because right now, ladies, I can solve, I can solve most 85% of women's problems right now. I just need the authority. Are you going to be happy? Nope. I don't care if you're happy. I'm not happy. Wait, I'm not happy. <laughs> but that doesn't ruin my day. <laughs> you know what I mean? Look, I don't wake up to be happy. I wake up and I find happiness in what I'm accomplishing, what I'm able to do for people that I have authority over. That's what brings me happiness. And then if I can get, uh, if I can get, go to the junior college afterwards and get me a nut, my day is complete. <laughs> I got money. Just cause just, I've done all of that. Got me a nut. I don't care about happiness. <laughs> all right. I feel accomplished. I've, I've accomplished. <laughs> Nate Bitt says, Matt Stafford, former Lion, first season away, Super Bowl. And you guys got uh, you, the other Rams quarterback. You guys got him. You won one or two games. What a struggle. Uh, but Matt Stafford was a sleeper anyway. He says, I've done all that. Uh, Freddie Frappuccino, the government is sipping for women. They uh, Are they simping for them? No, I think they're enslaving them. By trickery, simple trickery. We'll give you what you want. Just keep us in power. Okay, yeah, you go, girl. They dragged a woman out and claimed she was black for a minute. Here, here's a black woman. And y'all was like, yee. Our, our vice president, uh, our vice president looks like us. I can do some shuffling too. Look out, man, what you going to do? Look out, boys, it's coming through. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. I'm like, damn, they did the whole blackface in 2020. I was like, there's nothing. There's no saving it now. I was like, there's no way. There's no way y'all fall for that. I mean, the simple Google search would show she's not black woman. <laughs> I mean, a simple Google search of her winning the 2016 um election and her saying i'm the first asian american woman to win when she never claimed one time she was black. i'm sitting there like and then the sims came in, hey well no her father's jamaican <laughs> i'm like i said we're done i'm not i can't <laughs> i can't who wants to see me pull the article Cause I got a couple minutes here. I gotta get out of here in like ten. Women's Asian. Hold on for a second. I'm gonna pull it up. All right. Hold on for a second. I'm gonna pull it up. I'll share the screen. Hold up. This is this is just one example. All right. Raise the idea. Okay, here you go. Uh, hold on. Oh, you do oh, Washington Post. <laughs> Washington Post. Anyway, she she it says here, raised to identify blah 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 into her role for the voice for Asian Americans. Asian. Hold on for a second. Here you go, right here. 
Is she black or South Asian? Oh, she's both. <laughs> Asian American uh, ambivalence about Kamala Harris. She everything. She the first female black South Asian. Where she gonna be every damn thing? Makes history first black Asian, South Asian, Southeast Asian, Asian American. Like, are are you gonna be every damn thing? One is it? Pick one. Pick. I can't even pick one. Like, no matter how many times I say I ain't black, y'all y'all don't let me be not black. I can do some shuffling, too. Look out, man. What, what you going to do? Look out, boys. It's coming through. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. <laughs> I can't even pick one. <laughs> All right. Anyway, man, enough about that. Somebody's trying to free super chat me over there. T- uh, Takeem Hilton says, what is your email, coach? I have an article for you. Coach Greg Adams at Gmail. It will be seen at some point. Phineas Henshaw says for the collection plate. Good morning, coach. Thank you, Phineas, for being here yet again. Our man, uh, Charlie Brown says, the one time that I tried to leave my ex-wife's community, the brother threatened me with death by simp. So I grabbed my bags and ran. Gotta get my bag and run. (laughs) Yeah, man. I don't don't mess with people who don't want to be led. I mean, I coached basketball for a long time. And um, the players that didn't want to be led, you got to let them go, man. All right, there's no way. There's no way you can beat them into submission. Some sometimes they can't hear your voice. All right, okay, they gotta go or you gotta go. Um, there was a football coach that just resigned, or a basketball coach that just resigned that basically was saying that. I think he was at um, uh, University of uh, where was he at? U- University of Louisville's basketball coach. He could no longer get to the players. He was like, I got to go. He gets like, gotta get my bag and run. <laughs> he's like, I can't lead them. I can't get through them. I can't communicate with them. Once you're there and you're the leader, you can't do it. You gotta go. And I'm gonna tell you, if I move to the community and I get clapped, y'all step over my cold dead body. I'm out of here. Adrian Paul TV says the car commercial with the alpha male saying what is needed to be as successful, and then he actually being interviewed by the little thing made me mad. Um. I haven't seen that one. I haven't seen that one. I got to check that one out. SAU Ingenieria, Mexican coach gang in a house. The system is falling upon them. It's free for them right now. The difference is men can protect and fight through hard times. And XXs are not built like that. All right. It only will take a collapse of a system to reveal that. Although we've been presented with a house of cards for so long that we can mask failure, all right? Our economy has been floundering for quite a bit. And we've been still been able to give people houses and semblance of success. We've been able to build nice tall structures of steel and glass and encase them with operatives and lemmings and pencil and paper pushers to show that you have money. You can go to your little bank statement and it'll be printed out with numbers at the bottom. You ain't got nothing, all right? If they decide that you got zeros in that account, you got zero, all right? You don't have anything tangible. Everything around you is a facade. Who disagrees with that? I can raise the interest rates right now in the next 90, 60 to 90 days and show you, you ain't got nothing. (laughs) So you must learn how to do what? Support yourself, be self-sufficient, protect yourself. All right, I'm not saying that that's going to happen. Grow your own fruit and vegetation, have your own meat, be able to hunt, fish, 
People are like, those times ain't going to return. Okay. All right, the AB Network guy says, I missed the show today, but kept laughing at the shuffling song all weekend. You can't beat it. Mass Man says, CGA, what do you expect XXs to be impartial with their media outlets? He says, why do you men expect XXs to be impartial with their media outlets? Men are steady trying to resolve issues with people who want it to be resolved. They do want it to be resolved, but then when we come in with our voice, the media says, L Magazine says, no, no, don't listen to those guys. Okay, who do, who do they listen to? Like, who do you want them to listen to? I'm, I'm confused. Who should they listen to then? Um, um, who? The media? Joe Biden? Kamala Harris? Who? People who want them to vote for them? Who? Uh, that's not helping. The AV Network guy says, I need the links to the Pots and Pans girls best laugh. Uh, let me see here. And Aaron O'Farr says nothing. He says a super sticker. Let me see if I can find it because I can't play it because um, it came up copyright strike for that music in the background. So I can't no longer play the Pots and Pans girl, but I'll see if I can find her uh, Instagram or some, or her TikTok. I got to pause it. Um, her inst- her oh, TikTok. I can't see it. It's on the Instagram reel. All right, so I'll probably get a copyright for that little bit of portion right there. All right, so look, shout out to the coach gang. Um, sad story about the young girl, young lady. And uh, some guys here, he says, coach, I need your advice. Well, I don't no longer give free advice. Neither do doctors. Um, <laughs> I'm 22, chasing financial freedom since 2000. And of course, I'm almost dirt broke. And it's going getting to the point where I think I'm better off focusing on getting a decent job. Well, go get a job. You know what I mean? Go get a job, but work for that job and then use that money to parlay yourself into success. You're still young in terms of you got time on your hands, all right, to do that. You got the energy. You're built with everything. You got the strength. You got the testosterone to your favor, and you can probably stay awake for more longer hours than I can stay my old ass awake. So double hustle. Go get a job. Get a steady job. Use that job to get yourself the freedom, all right? Never try to do it on your own if you don't have the resources. Um, so, uh, shout out to loud pockets. And he says, uh, when they say I'm a PhD for sure, shout out to loud pockets on that one, but, uh, you're not going to be free typically in those years, but you're working yourself up to freedom. 18 to 30 is where you're building yourself up because from 30 to 80, 30 to 90, you get to dictate your life after that. Typically that dream is sold to women All right, 18 to 30. You're going to build your life up. And then from 30 to 50, you're going to have a husband servant. You're going to be happy. You're going to have success, money, Mary Tyler Moore stuff. Mm. Most women don't turn out that way, but go ahead and give it a try. Anyway, shout out to the coach gang. I'm out of here. Peace. <laughs>